I cannot dance, never could. <laughs> this ample belly arrived early in life, and it reduces me to a gelatinous mess that wobbles around the floor to the Sir Roger de Coverley, <laughs> much to the amusement of my daughter and my clerks. Oh, father, you're jiggling in time with the music, Belle cries, and those two scallywags beside her laugh so hard I swear they're about to cry. <laughs> Watch out, or it'll be the street for both of you, I say to them, with a mock ferociousness that merely induces another round of laughter, and I'm forced to smile myself. <laughs> Unlike some men of my acquaintance, I find satisfaction in knowing my countenance solicits good humour and not fear. I should think that I could not be a businessman if my employees cowered in my presence. I cannot see how that power does much for a man in this life, and I'm sure it makes him accountable in the next. Of course, I'm often accused of being too soft by others. Your compassion is costing you money, they tell me. <laughs> I'm successful enough, I say, smiling, as I leave them to their conversations. <laughs> Odd man, that fizzywig, they say. <laughs> Puts the welfare of some grubby apprentice, a boy easily replaced for sixpence, ahead of a bigger profit. <laughs> well, what would happen to business if we all did that? My word, what would happen to the country, sir? What would happen? <laughs> but what need do I have of more money? I have enough to live a comfortable life, and it's not been acquired through dishonest practice or the infliction of misery. The pursuit of more would not make me any happier. Indeed, I believe it would make me a good deal less so. So let it be known that old Fizzywig... Operator of this warehouse, wearer of this Welsh wig, husband of that handsome woman over there, father of these three giggling girls being admired by you two boyish clerks, author of this Christmas feast, is happy with his lot and would not give it up for another thousand pounds. <laughs> Indeed, not for another ten thousand. Fiddlers! Tighten your strings, <laughs> and you, young man, shake off that reserve and ask my bell to dance. What? <laughs> None of your protests, my lad. I've seen the look that passes between you when she visits the office. <laughs> like all young people, you think the old do not notice such things, <laughs> that we are too preoccupied with our various ailments to see the secrets you keep. But I tell you, I notice everything in this place. <laughs> I see your head rise from the books when Belle passes by your desk, and the way your eyes meet for a moment before fear you'll be noticed breaks the link. <laughs> I know love when I see it, my boy, and it's only love that would... Take your attention away from those balance sheets. <laughs> ah, you're a good clerk and a fine lad. A lad convinced with good reason that he's bound for success. But you have lessons to learn about what really matters in life. I mean, 
What would I be without Mrs. Fizzywig? Just some fat old man counting coins on Christmas Eve. And what sort of success would that be? Understand, there are many paths that you can take, my boy, and each leads to an uncertain destination. No, there is misery and delight in all futures. But the former can be avoided, just as the latter can be pursued. The choice is yours. Take part in life, sir. <laughs> Otherwise, the time you are given is wasted. I've noticed your reluctance to join conversations. It's as if you believe your opinions are without merit. They are no better or no worse than any other man's. All opinion is just a construct of our fears and hopes and prejudices. I suspect you choose silence so you can live unobserved, my boy. And that is a pity. People will never know you. And if I have learned anything in all my years... It's that there is something worth knowing in every man. You've spoken little of your childhood, but from a slip here and there, I've deduced it was less than happy. Your father was clearly a cruel man, or perhaps I should express it as you did. Uncaring. I wonder... Is there a difference to a child? Anyway, here is something you do not know about old Fizzywig. My own father was a monster. Yes, yeah, that is how I choose to characterise him. A tyrant towering above us, delivering the wrath of God for every minor infraction committed in the enthusiasm of youth. He had a rod and did not spare us, swinging it with such a ferocity that it whistled through the air. To this day my ass stings whenever I sit on birch. But worse still were the passenger's mind from his Bible to accompany the floggings. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. Can you imagine it? The devil himself could not have crafted a more frightful scene for a child. And what good did it do, my boy? Did it make me a better man? No, it did not, sir. I grew up mean and uncaring of others. I would pass a funeral and dismiss the tears as a failure of character. I would offer the back of my hand to a bigger child. <laughs> you do not believe old Fizzywig was capable of such cruelty? Well, let me tell you, I was capable of all that and much more. Until 
I was delivered by an angel. That dear woman over there, my boy, tapping her toes in anticipation, brought salvation in her smile, and a reminder that a balding young man with a generous girth had little cause to criticise others. She reminded me of my failings, but then exhumed strengths long buried. Kindness, laughter, faith in humanity. And of all the lessons she taught, the greatest by far was that the good in us is stronger than the bad. Just quieter. <laughs> you look sceptical. You think these are just the musings of a sentimental old man? Well, perhaps you're right. Perhaps you need to be convinced of these things by your own angels. But let me offer this last thought as a Christmas gift. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. There, I've said my piece. Now, come on, young Ebenezer Scrooge. It's Christmas Eve, so put those thoughts of debits and credits out of your head for the night and grab Belle's arm. <laughs> That's it, my boy. Waltzer across the floor. Mrs. Fizzywig and her jelly will not be far behind you. <laughs> <laughs> 